Welcome to our casting of Get a Sign. I'm Chief Master Sergeant Dan Connor, your command senior enlisted leader, Oregon. This podcast is an effort to provide our Oregon National Guard service members, past and present, along with all citizens of the state, a sign from me and the Adjutant General's office before you step into the metaphoric batter's box. I plan to discuss with you pressing issues that are upon our enlisted service, as well as sharing interviews with some of our great citizen soldiers and airmen to gain insight and share best practices. So turn up your listening device and join me for what I hope is an educational and valuable few minutes. The chain of command is a traditional and successful way of structuring an organization's authority levels. It's common to see the same chain of command structure at various organizations for, from customer-based businesses to government entities such as our U.S. military. Our chain of command helps provide clear direction. It's structured to help mitigate conflicting directions. It provides stability by providing clear lines of communication. Service members should know who to approach for feedback or help. It contributes to accountability. The organization's success is dependent upon every level's ability to meet standards. Therefore, accountability is expected. In addition, a chain of command provides a system of checks and balances within our organization. When members do not agree with one another, someone at a higher level within the chain of command can mediate the situation and make a final decision. We've all been taught that problems are best resolved at the lowest possible level. Must use our chain of command. This is a philosophy we learn very early in our careers. Now, there are times when a member may need to use an agency outside the chain of command to resolve an issue or a problem. Today, I have Master Sergeant Sabo in the studio from the IG office. Master Sergeant Sabo, welcome. Good morning, Chief. Appreciate you having me. Can you tell us what the IG office provides our service members? So the Inspector General is charged with, on behalf of the Adjutant General, periodically reporting on the discipline, efficiency, economy, morale, and training, as well as the readiness of the Oregon National Guard units. What the Inspector General does is we are an extension of the eyes and ears and voice and conscience of the commander. As I said, we work directly for the Adjutant General, but we are available to all commanders throughout the Oregon National Guard enterprise. We work through and with the chain of command. We reinforce and bolster the chain of command without undermining it. So that's to say we are here to support the chain of command. There is no space between the chain of command and the inspector general. If service members have first and foremost given their chain of command the opportunity to resolve their concerns and still feel their concerns are not being properly addressed, we are an avenue of redress available to those service members. Service members need to understand we are never off the record and that our first avenue of redress available to us is to give it back to the chain of command bolster the chain of command, and give the chain of command the tools through teaching and training, the ability and the regulatory support to resolve the issues for those service members and avoid repeating those mistakes for service members in the future. As the Inspector General, it's important for us to solidify using the chain of command. We are not an avenue that can use against your chain of command. We're here to support the chain of command, Chief. So let's make this clear. The IG is not... In our chain of command? No, we are not. We work directly for the adjutant general and with the judge advocate general to support the chain of command, but we are an avenue 
of redress outside of the chain of command to be utilized after the chain of command has been given the opportunity to resolve your issue. Yeah, that leads me to my question. When is it appropriate to come to your office? Anybody, whether it's a civilian, spouse, service member, has the ability to contact the IG at all time. You cannot be restricted from contacting the IG. That is what we call a protected communication. That being said, it is only appropriate to contact the IG after you have given the chain of command the opportunity to resolve your issue. One of the things we run up against is a service member, a junior enlisted, will say, I have been trying to address this issue with my team leader or my squad leader for several months. What they may not understand is the decision maker at your unit is your commander. The commander may not be aware of that situation. So when we say as the IG, make sure your chain of command is aware of your issue, if you are working through the NCO support channels and you still don't have your answer, feel free to let your platoon leadership know that you would like to speak with your commander. After your commander is aware of the situation and given the opportunity to address it, then come to the IG. For staff officers and NCOs, HRs out there, it is always an avenue available to you for regulatory support, questions on processes. Never feel hesitant to reach out to us after you've given your chain of command and your support channels the opportunity to help you, whether it's a discharge packet, pay, you have a service member that did a duty and you, and you can't get them paid. That is the bulk of what we do. Those are what we call assistance. And those are, I, I would say, 95% of what we do, Chief. So it's okay to be proactive as a staff officer and NCO and ask us for regulatory support. We do that on a daily basis. Those may help us prevent these issues from ever reaching our desk. Master Sergeant Sabo, what are those things that are not appropriate to come to the IG with? It's a great question, Chief. So first, I'll start with nobody should ever be afraid to bring any issue to the inspector general. Some of the other things that we deal with are allegations of impropriety. In those cases, we will take them to the adjutant general, and he will most likely assign somebody within the chain of command to conduct a 15-6. Our investigations cannot be used for punitive action, so therefore the adjutant general will refer to the appropriate command for those. Other things that are not inspector general appropriate or things that we don't deal with because we have specialized people that deal with that will be sharp-related incidents, equal opportunity-related incidents. Um, for our fed techs out there, our technician, airmen, and soldiers, if you have an issue that takes place while in those duty statuses as a technician, you can bring that concern to the inspector general, and we will refer it to human resources, and they will address it. Now, when we refer things to command, they owe us back a product, and we will review it as the inspector general just to ensure that all of the allegations that you raised were met. We don't check the chain of command, and we don't punish them, but we just make sure that the nature of the allegations you brought to us were referred to and addressed by the appropriate authority such as sharp human resources or even equal opportunity, Chief. Yeah, that's perfect. Thank you. What I hope to message today is that first and foremost, as members of the Oregon National Guard, we have an obligation to use our chain of command and use that chain of command first. We need to have problems or conflicts resolved at the lowest levels appropriate. The IG is truly there to help. I agree, Chief. We are absolutely 100% here to support the chain of command. We support our service members who have issues through the chain of command. Master Sergeant Sable, thanks so much for being here today. Uh, do you have any contact information for us you can share? Roger, Chief. So for the 142nd, your AGR point of contact is Major Armstrong at 503-638-4309. For the 173rd, Lieutenant Colonel Bakke is your AGR point of contact at 
885-685-6668. And at Joint Forces Headquarters, I will be your point of contact, Master Sergeant Ammon Sabo at 503-584-3920. You can also find us on the Oregon National Guard homepage, and you can also feel free to Google the Department of Defense Inspector General hotline. Any of those will get you in contact with an IG. Thank you. Thank you very much. And with that, we'll close the book on this episode of Get a Sign. In closing, I'd like to thank the Oregon National Guard Public Affairs Office and Sergeant First Class Holden for producing this podcast. Never forget, every soldier, every airman, a leader. This is Chief Connor signing off. Thank you.